It's time to ride, I pull out from the scene real fast It's time to ride, ride. Pick a squad, I'm chasing the bag, I promise to God This for the homies, put that on my life Jump, jump, head to the sky It's time to ride, ride. Pick a squad, I'm chasing the bag, I promise to God This for the homies, put that on my life Jump, jump, head to the sky for about an hour or so before this happened and so the craziest thing was dude we had so much great stuff that we talked about we covered it from the top to the bottom but that's the best part about notes when you have a note you have a podcast notes you're talking about it whatever it is you're talking about whatever it is you covered whatever it is you know, you have a general idea, and that's where the podcasts come from. So it's a new year, January 6, 2023. Um, hello, everybody, again. It is episode 445, 445, yeah, episode 445, I can't believe it, 445 long episodes stemming back to 2016, which is crazy, right, from the very beginning, from the very beginning, literally. And here we are now back here on January 6th. 
Um, hope you guys enjoyed your holidays. Man, Christmas Eve to Christmas Day, New Year's Eve to New Year's Day. I can hold heart, wholeheartedly, excuse me, say that I'd say like Christmas Eve and Christmas Day was more lit than New Year's and New Year's Day because I don't know, it was just like I got all the partying out on the 24th. So tw the 25th and, you know, was like more of a relaxation day because I remember back on that very day, I was like, I have the worst headache ever. And I was like, dude, I know that was from a hangover. Oh, so fast forward to New Year's Eve, I'm like telling people I still have a headache from the other day and it was crazy. And um, like myself, I know many participated in that worldwide headache and uh, participated in obviously being around people, being around your family, your friends and, you know, and or being at work because regardless of the holidays, business doesn't stop and neither do its employees so i know a lot of people were working and stuff on the holidays but boom here we are fast forward it's a new year um for some it's a new brand new opportunities for some it's an opportunity to turn the page for some they see it as another day in the office for some they see it as same shit different day but for some it really spiritually physically and emotionally has people an opportunity. It gives them an opportunity to refresh, rebrand, and, you know, essentially, you know, restart. It gives them an opportunity for a fresh slate because you sitting here thinking back, oh, this month, earlier this month, or earlier in that month, or whatever it is that you went through, you know, you, you, you harp on stuff. It's not good. It's not safe. It's not healthy to harp on stuff. But a New Year's and like with people in the New Year's resolutions and all that, it's like my thoughts on that. You know, it gives you a lot of pressure. You're under a lot of pressure to match, to stand up to, and to honor whatever New Year's resolution you had and stuff. And if you're not meeting a certain criteria, you know, people tend to go crazy. Not literally, just like, oh my God, you know, New Year, New Me and all this. But, you know, reality, you shouldn't stress yourself. You shouldn't push yourself. And I don't believe that. I mean, I don't think that people should, you know, be extra hard on themselves on certain things, especially when you don't need to be. It happens, man. Life happens. That life happens at a fast rate and stuff. But it doesn't mean that we need to uh, accelerate and not live. We got to live in the moments. We got to understand the things that are happening um, and why they're happening. And speaking of happening, dude, we have one hell of a show from top to bottom. Like you said, like we literally recorded uh, part one of the episodes of this episode earlier and it ends up not getting saved and stuff so i was telling julie you have to backtrack i was so fucking irritated let me say how irritated i was earlier i was like oh my fucking god are you fucking serious did some fucking crazy unforgettable things man i'm just kidding but literally dude this has probably happened probably less than six times in my whole life 
before. It was like the device. I swear it was like the recording device. Then again, I, I swear on everything that it was the app and stuff over the years. And I talked so much shit to the... Remember, you, I don't know if anybody remembers that, but I would always do that on Twitter and stuff. Anytime something didn't happen or didn't go right with the app, I would just be so damn upset. But then realize it could be your own stuff. The um, device you're using, in my case, is just fucking stupid ass audio didn't didn't um i mean obviously didn't it didn't i mean they caught it was recording and stuff and all the audio got captured just that when it comes to submitting it and stuff it didn't get saved or something like that it's like error or some stupid shit like that it happens man but this time around you have ensured that this won't happen um using what is it uh third party uh record recording um app that comes on your ipad as it is so you can save the audio you can still edit the audio you can still cut things out and then we can do what we did in the past we upload it to the anchor app and stuff like that so pretty much just having the podcast without having the podcast is just a different method and way to um record the show so if anything it's a lot more safer if you're worried about something like that previously happening because let me tell you man i was not thinking about doing another part of this episode i was like no Hell no. I was literally so much fucking great shit all in one episode that was all tarnished and turned down and literally poured down the drain. And I was telling her earlier, like, we have like 18 minutes in and I'm gonna, um, what is it, 18 minutes in, I was like, I'm just gonna record off of that 18 minutes that I already had. And I was like, nah, dude, the first 18 minutes were shitty. In my opinion, it was like that 57-minute one, literally, that was like amongst the best. So I was enjoying that one so much. I was like, it took me a second to backtrack. It's been almost three hours now. No, it was like one thirty or something earlier. Earlier in the day, it was like one thirty or something like that earlier. But uh, nevertheless, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 445 of Kicking It With The King. As if you don't know now, you know, but... Gabriel Hernandez here live. Uh, we are available everywhere you get your shows, exclusively on Spotify, exclusively on Apple Podcasts, and other all the other major podcast providers. Follow me on Twitter. Um, we got a new Twitter, by the way, guys. So another another thing, some breaking news for you guys. Uh, GT King official on Twitter, as well as uh. KWTK Prod on Instagram and Twitter. G the King underscore official. And like I said, we're available everywhere you get your shows. So like I said, sit back, relax, enjoy yourself, kick your feet up, smoke a joint, drink a shot of tequila, whatever it is you want to do, baby. Whatever it is you do while you're relaxing. It depends on what you do, man. It just depends on the type of person that you are, whether it's you or at the gym or you're you're outside mowing the lawn or you're doing whatever it is you need to do you know some people have podcasts for different reasons you're driving home in the rain you're driving home in the storms and speaking of the storms man california getting hit with that what they call bomb cyclone and weather being absolutely crazy if you're in california if you're california native you know that the weather has been absolutely not crazy i'm not gonna say that it's crazy because like over the last 10 years it has not been like this hasn't been anywhere out of the ordinary that i haven't seen before so i mean when people are saying like the weather has been crazy and all that like it's been crazier it just seems like the media is talking a lot more about it you know what i mean 
I mean, with mudslides, with flooding, damages to property, power outages. I mean, it seems like there is a lot of stuff going on towards California. And I mean, then again, places like Ohio, places like Florida, Texas. Texas, Texas gets tornadoes, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, so, so there's a little bit of everything going on. Mother Nature is not happy with the world, let alone the United States or America, right? Maybe that could be the case. Or maybe we're just due for some weather. I mean, over here, it was absolutely crazy. I mean, we're getting like lots of rain and stuff and certain areas more than others are flooded. Some places look like miniature rivers and lakes and stuff. Lots of damage is then done. And it's like water dries up and stuff, but damage, the damage done isn't replaceable in some ways. So it's a, it's kind of a fucked up thing. Meaning like, you know, the same thing with the winds, you know, we're reportedly getting 65 mile an hour winds and stuff. And um, it can be... Uh, catastrophic thing you know the amount of damage caused say like there was this one uh scene it's like a couple years ago but there was like a windstorm or something like that so shit like wind was blowing like crazy and boom this girl's car this lady's car had a a, a tree stump in it or tree uh, a branch stuck in the glass and the glass is broken and there's some other damage done and people have gotten their homes damaged and all of the above when it comes to these storms and stuff. So it can be catastrophic. It could be like five minutes of catastrophic wind for like a bunch of $5,000 worth of damage or some shit like that. Like the amount of damage that it does so quickly and so rapidly, it's insane how it does and causes so much damage. But you know, we can't stop mother nature. So like we said, California's I've been going crazy. I know Cleveland and, and certain parts of Ohio are getting a lot of the, uh, storms shout out to all my ohioans and all my floridians and all my californians <laughs> right off the top let's say that but um yeah man crazy storms i mean what are my thoughts on the storm i mean i've always thought it was not fantastic i just think it's nice that in a way california is getting more rain but rain leads to mudslides rain leads to obviously storming rain leads to flooding and you know, rain is the potential cause of all this. If we're not on fire, we're underwater. That doesn't sound good. But some people are content with it. Some people have prepared. Some people know what they're doing when it comes to weather like that. Especially if you're familiar with it. And especially if you're from an area that's known for excessive flooding. You know what I mean? It happens. Some people are farther away from it. Some people aren't closer to it. Let me tell you one thing for sure is that there's not a lot of people that know how to drive in, in certain conditions when it comes to what happens and stuff, especially in the rain. And you can go, I was telling my friend this the other day, you can literally go and it was a coworker actually. Um, you can literally go and drive and pass your DMV test and get a car and do all those things right. You can check all that stuff off your list, but when it comes to driving in a disaster, let alone driving in unfamiliar territory and places like that, such as rain, storms, fog, some people just aren't prepared. And it's all right because a lot of us aren't prepared for 
not, I'm not going to say me. I'm not going to associate myself in that group. But I'm going to say like a lot of people just aren't ready for a lot of the things that come our way when it comes to storms, when it comes to prices, when it comes to anything surging and stuff. A lot of people are ultimately shocked, quote unquote, when they're not ready to go and combat the things that are coming their ways, that are facing their ways. It looks like there's some sunlight out there. Am I, am I, am I joking? I'm right. Um, no, I don't see it. I mean, what are, what's the weather looking like right now? 58 degrees, sunny. Ah, it's sunny here. So, I mean, it was just, it was just a while. I mean, at, at 6 p.m. it says it's going to get a uh, cloudy again. But, uh, I mean, other than that, man, other than the excessive flooding and mudslides and all that, for the most part, it hasn't gotten any worse than it's been over the last 10 years. So, I could say that anyone with nerves or panic that California is going to be underwater anytime soon. I just don't think it's anytime soon. I just think as the years get by, damage can exceed and, and go faster than normal. So, you know, you can't not think that you, nothing will happen. But at the same time, realistically, if anything crazy happening, like where San Francisco is completely underwater. Dude, San Francisco, you know how many people would die if San Francisco, if the waters rose and we're hired to the bridge or some shit like that and then it's the complete island of san francisco went under you know how catastrophic and crazy and chaotic that shit would be like natural disaster like that shit would be absolutely crazy dude it'd be absolutely insane but the likelihood of that happening anytime soon would be um slim to none in some ways in some ways i'm not saying that slim to none means it's not going to happen at all i'm just saying that dude something crazy would have to happen or all that and then say it really would be a state of emergency like how much of california would be underwater if san francisco was underwater you know what i mean so it's kind of crazy to see how that shit would happen but going from that to a lot going on in the world of mma and the world of combat sports People making headlines. Dana White, UFC president, making headlines for um, slapping his significant other in the club. If you look at the video, it shows the it shows Dana. Uh, I mean, it's a really shitty quality video from the very beginning, but it shows Dana uh, and his significant other. Um, he grabs her by the by the wrist and she slaps him and then he returns fire and slaps her right back too so wait where is it is this a video right here, here it is. he grabs her wrist and she slaps him with the right and he slaps her with the left he smacks her back here you go here it is she slaps him that's a that was a mean right hand though Anyone else think that was a mean right ahead? And then I do not condone. That was that ruffled Dana's fat face. That that was a mean slap. I mean, you think about how. Um, what is it? Um, Dana White's been in the boxing and stuff and combat sports all those years, so I highly doubt that his wife doesn't know how to box. But that was a mean right hand, man. Let me tell you. But um wholeheartedly i don't condone violence however i always said like if it was a woman hitting a man it would be different in certain people's eyes i mean if you know people how people are nowadays 
it's like, oh, dude, the amount of rap that Dana White's taken for this, a man hitting a wife. Point blank, a man should never hit his wife. Physically, dude, that shit's crazy. It's crazy that people get into physical altercations. Now, I'm not going to pretend that this doesn't happen. It was just bad timing, a bad spot, a bad place to be. I mean, especially if you're a public figure like a Dana White like that. You'd lose out on so much now. In today's world, cancer culture, all the above. That shit's not easy. And you get canceled for a lot of stuff. And you really got to watch with what you say. So a lot of people can take things out of context. They can pull things out of context. They can say whatever it is that they want to say. And that's what goes. You know, they remember the last headline. Everybody remembers the last headline. People will boil over in a couple of weeks considering that Dana White slapping his wife. Come on, dude. That's crazy. But what's even crazier, dude? Former UFC Strike Force, Bellator, Pride Fighter, Phil Baroni, New York badass, arrested in Mexico for murdering his girlfriend, allegedly, allegedly, quote unquote, allegedly. But dude, the amount of headlines, that shit's absolutely crazy, dude. Phil Baroni murdering his ex girlfriend. The details are horrifying. We're not going to read the details out because Jesus Christ, oh my goodness gracious. Absolute craziness in our world. A lot of stuff hitting, hard hitting news. A lot of crazy ass headlines. A lot of violent related headlines in 2023. We're six days in. Mind you, January 6th, the day of the insurrection. The day that the world, the Democratic Party, everybody declared a terrorist attack. I mean, it was terror-like. It was a, it was some form of terrorist attack. And I hope I don't get in trouble for this, guys. I mean, it's like, dude, you look at like a catastrophic event like 9-11 or like the Vegas massacre when a dude was openly shooting out a window, um, shooting at people and... You know, causing, you know, the Ariana Grande thing as well. I mean, you remember, guys remember the Ariana Grande concert, the terror that happened? The school shootings and, you know, these, all, all these other terror attacks. But instead, a bunch of wild-ass Trump supporters stormed the Capitol and, you know, obviously caused havoc and panic amongst basic people. And you look at the amount of craziness that it caused, you know, Congress members being inside at the time and stuff. And it wasn't like it was just at night or something. They came in. They stormed the Capitol. It was one of the craziest things I've probably ever seen unfold and happen. Let alone being one to watch it on the news while it was happening. One of the craziest things happened. It was just some of the craziest things happening. And President Trump being uh, associated with it, tied to it. You know, them trying to sue him. Them trying to send him to jail because of of his acts and, you know, everything that happened on Twitter and stuff and, you know, peacefully telling them to protest. You guys remember all of it, man. It was just crazy. And one of the craziest things happened here on this day, but that's one of the other things that happened here on this day of January 6th. Lots of MMA shit, man. Holy shit. Dana White. Dana fucking White. Caught on video, slapping his wife. He grabs her wrist kind of in a calmer way and she slaps him right in the face hella hard. Like, he doesn't need a return with the slap, but damn, dude. I mean, if it was the other, like, not the other way around, but just imagine 
someone grabbing your wrist kind of aggressively and you turn and she slapped him in his face. But still, regardless, even if Dana was right or even if one person doesn't need to resort in slapping you or punching you in the face first, doesn't mean if you're looking at it legally, if you're looking at it from a video standpoint, if you're looking at it, all the all the millions of people have an opinion now. With Twitter and all that, we have an opinion. Everybody has an opinion. And rightfully and respectfully, we have a right to have our own opinion, right? You know what I mean? So we have a right to have an opinion, meaning we have a right to comment on things. Meaning, regardless of if Dana likes it or not, there's going to be hundreds of thousands of millions of people that seen that headline, that seen that video, that seen everything that goes on. And there's people waiting for you to fail. Not just Dana White, just anybody, man. You think if anybody uh, that's on, that's been on the wrong side of cancellations, cancel culture, Da Baby, the rapper, remember the, the rapper Da Baby? Boom, this concert's canceled. This concert's canceled. Kanye West, all these different sponsors and support companies anything associated and or tied with that with that individual who committed that atrocious act gets dropped all your investments all your sponsors all your forms of income all dropped because of your mistakes but in in reality people aren't perfect celebrities music artists public figures yeah they're getting in trouble but yeah they're normal people that are successful. I'm not saying that. I mean, all successful people aren't good people. That's the thing. They're not golden angels. That's for sure. They are public figures that became famous because of their talent, because of what they did on the screens, and because of and or what they say and or stand for. Some are controversial. Many are controversial. And there's a lot of shit that goes on in their lives that's corrupt. There's a lot of corruption. There's a lot of well-known public figures that are associated with corruption. There's so much corruption that goes on in the world in general, man. You don't know what goes on behind the scenes and a lot of stuff that goes on when it comes to these corporations and, you know, the companies like Amazon, Facebook. I mean, we've seen a lot of the Twitter corruption and the Twitter files being exposed by Elon Musk. That was one of the coolest things about Elon. I mean, let alone him refacing the complete way that Twitter works. It's like, dude, Twitter blue. I mean, being able to edit tweets. Subscription. I mean, I mean, there's a subscription for Twitter, but it's like, dude, you get access to all this other extra shit that nobody gets. Your tweets are priority based and your accounts are verified to the ones that, you know, any account that you, if you want your shit to be recognized, you can obviously subscribe to Twitter Blue. I mean, obviously early on when it came to Twitter, it was like the original one was anyone just pays for the check mark and anybody has it. So you can make all these burner accounts originally and now it's limited to like, I think it's like you can't make any more than one account, I think, on, on one device. I mean, or maybe one or two. You could sign in multiple accounts and stuff, but like that whole two-face authentication thing or whatever the hell it's called, you know, that's secure and stuff. And if you're signing in for an unsecure location, the main party will get a notification and stuff like that. And it won't be the best thing for you, honestly. It'll just be like because 
if you don't have that number, pretty much, you're locked out of your account. You won't be able to sign in. But, you know, I, ha I made another Twitter account, like we were saying, and stuff like that. So, overall, so what Elon has been doing with Twitter and all that has been amazing. But, yeah, going back to what we were saying about the Twitter files and stuff being exposed and, you know, targeting specific people and censoring all the little things you're saying and stuff. Because, quite frankly, in a lot of ways, people are scared of the truth. They're scared that there's too many awake people out there that are exposing truth about things that are going on in this world. Now, there's a difference, mind you, between spreading false information and positive information. And it happens. And the world we live in and the corruption and everything that we go through, it all happens for a reason. There's timelines there's things that go on. There's things that people have talked about for years that finally happened. There's so much stuff that goes on behind the scenes that people just don't know. They think of one person. They think of them just point blank. Everything that they see on TV or everything they see on the social medias or everything they see in the interviews. But you truly don't know what goes on behind the scenes. That's why if you fast forward to certain things or things you may have been shocked about or deaths and in certain people are things you heard about certain people in the news that happened that's catastrophic and you're shocked to hear the news and everyone's sat in to hear and everybody's completely blown over like oh my god i didn't know this this was going on or i didn't know this person was going through this or that and it's like you have no idea because people have a basic idea of who or what or what they do what this person is who they are you know what i mean it just depends on, on you. It depends on how you choose to see things. And it, choose, uh, it depends on how you choose to perceive it. You know what I mean? I know it's an upsetting thing. It's very upsetting. But here we are. I think we're like about to be 30 minutes in to the rerun and the reshoot of the episode. So it will be better. Just fucking frustrating, let me tell you. I was telling Julie uh, just how frustrating it was and stuff because I was literally like so pumped up to share this episode because like I said, we, we started the original episode earlier and it was like over an hour long and then boom, it's like it doesn't get saved and I'm like, oh my fucking God, I was so mad, let me tell you. But then she was telling me before the year was even up, before 2022 was up to do a brand new show and like, oh yeah, you got to do another episode before the year is up. And I was thinking, I'm like, you know, that would be nice. And over here, I'm hearing all these other episodes, and they're all talking about their best episodes of 2022 and shit like that. I, mean, I seen my um, my Spotify wrapped list and stuff, so that was pretty cool. I mean, it's cool to see all the, the best episodes and the most viewed and listened episodes that people have and stuff. So it was cool, but like I said, this is the first episode of 2023, so we had to make sure we definitely... uh hit home oh shit so it literally everything i was saying on, on here google voice just got and was like saying in a text message wow oh wow i got like literally everything i said isn't that shit crazy but yeah, man, we have we had uh, one hell of a year last year, but here we are in a new year and here we are with a brand new episode. And here we are when we continue on with 
a bunch of crazy ass shit that's continued to happen in this year, only six days in. Um, guy, a man drives a Tesla off a cliff intentionally. The kids survive. It wasn't like a super, 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 super high cliff, like a Grand Canyon like, but he drove his Tesla off and he was injured enough to go to the hospital and two kids survived. But initially we read reports like, oh, like this Tesla drove, I mean, it, it, uh, a car, you know, goes off and, you know, we're thinking about the storms and all this shit. So we really don't think about it. But then he intentionally drove off. Did the Tesla record footage? Because how did they end up knowing that it was intentional for him driving off the cliff and stuff? I mean, you're putting kids' life in danger, child endangerment, almost killing them and reckless driving and, and everything else under the sun. I'm curious to know what he was also charged with. I mean, there's a report and stuff, all that, but that shit's crazy, dude. And speaking of weather, I mean, this crazy weather, um, absolute badass uh, rally driver Ken Block dies in snowmobile accident. I mean, Ken Block passing away. Jeremy Renner nearly passing away, almost. I mean, the Avengers star, star of the Hawkeye series on Disney Plus, and amongst many other uh, uh, great shows and movies and stuff like that. I mean, California native as well, uh, from this area as well too. So, I mean, lots of crazy shit happening, man. Dana White, I mean, Phil Baroni. I mean, Phil Baroni. I mean, Phil Baroni's been a crazy ass motherfucker. So, a lot of people who listen to this show or who's wondering who I'm talking about. He's already a pretty weird dude to begin with, so I'm not surprised. I mean, that's just fucking crazy as well. Another crazy thing was um, the cartels in Mexico, the Sinaloa cartel, um, going after, uh, fighting with the Mexican government and the Mexican uh, army over the release of El Chapo's son, which is crazy, dude. You see the videos online of that. You see all the damages that's going on in, in, in Mexico and stuff too, so... There's a lot of crazy chaos, violence-related things that have stopped, started off this crazy 2023 year. I mean, what crazier things can happen, huh? We, we only we, we gotta wait. I mean, California's going underwater. Um, got the cartels out attacking the the Mexican government. El Chapo's son getting arrested. Dana White slapping his wife on 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 camera. Jesus Christ. From top to bottom, absolute craziness, right? So we're 31 minutes in deep, and I feel like we've rushed through every little thing, but we didn't rush through every little thing. I just feel like there was a lot of stuff that we covered in the last episode, but we were fucking off a lot in the last one, and we talked about a lot, though. So we were able to kind of generate a lot of things in such a short amount of time, which makes it a lot better. I mean, meaning this is the first episode of 2023. Holy shit, though. We've had one hell, one hell of a year last year and one hell of a beginning of this year so far. <laughs> I mean, every single thing that I said on there that was talked about was, was violent related. Dana White, Phil Baroni, the dude driving a Tesla off the cliff. Did everybody have a horrible holiday season or something? Because Jesus Christ, this is crazy. <laughs> I mean, um, absolute insanity. Um, 
MMA wise, also interesting. I mean, there's something I have to admit, ladies and gentlemen, I was excited for. I have to admit, I have to admit, I have to admit, I have to admit. I was excited. Dylan Dennis was set to fight KSI. Uh, Dylan Dennis, you know, one longtime friend, protege of Conor McGregor. Not necessarily skill-wise, but, you know, you just seen this little punk Dylan Dennis with Conor McGregor every single time. And when Conor was on his meteoric rise and um, going through his phases and all that stuff, you know, you had this little guy named Dylan Dennis on the side. He, he claimed he was one of the best jiu-jitsu guys in the world and really having a subpar jiu-jitsu record, let alone 2-0 and in MMA. But against who? Hasn't fought since... 2019, I mean, one of the biggest trolls, if not the biggest troll in MMA. I mean, he's called for multiple matchups, called out multiple fighters, called out multiple people that he would never step in the cage, let alone be a day in his life. And here he is calling these people out and even showing up to his own fights. He's talked about fighting Logan Paul. He's talked about fighting Jake Paul, all this other bullshit and stuff like that, dude. Craziness, dude craziness but i was i wasn't upset i was just like in the mindset to where i was like i want to see what this guy has skill wise and if dylan could have backed up everything he was saying and flatlining people beating people becoming a champion super easy or something like that dude then i would have sympathized but everything he said is just gonna be completely capped So it's a disappointing thing. I mean, I'm not going to watch YouTubers box and stuff like that, but KSI will take on uh, FaZe Temper. I don't know who that is. I've never seen him fight ever. I was only going to watch the fight because Dylan Dennis, so don't hate him or love him. He does bring in record numbers in some regards. Um, but going back to one quickly, you know what I'm saying? Speaking of Jake Paul, some other great news in the world of MMA. Um, Jake Paul signs an exclusive deal with the PFL as an MMA fighter, as one of the ambassadors, not ambassadors or some shit like that, but, you know, for the PFL's super fight division. So they have a super fight division. So it's very likely we're going to see Jake Paul in an MMA cage, obviously, freak, uh, because of the recent announcement, the official announcement with the PFL and stuff like that. That's a massive signing for the PFL, let alone a massive um feather in their cap considering you know if you think about the worldwide leader in combat sports it's the ufc but you know obviously over the years i've grown tied to bellator as well as you know i'm obviously the pfl i mean former ufc fighters going from the ufc to these other organizations and stuff like that that's cool i mean they offer better prices they uh they offer better um you know, contracts in some regards. So guys who fought their careers in the UFC, then here we are going somewhere else now. So they're going to these other organizations that are offering big money to them and they're making better money than they're making in the UFC. So, I mean, overall, it's a win-win for those guys. But, you know, they have other organizations had to do more to set up the organizations because of who they have and the guys that they have representing the brand. So Jake Paul, I mean, not even a fighter, but a, a a YouTuber turned boxer. I mean, the fact that he's able to beat former champion Tyron Woodley 
Ben Askren. And you look at what those dudes have accomplished early in their MMA careers and stuff before, you know, obviously the tail end of their careers and stuff. But you look at the accomplishments that all those men have made and accomplished. And and this guy, Jake Paul, is able to come out of the woodworks from a YouTube background. I mean, obviously wrestling background, combative-wise, but if you look at what he was able to do, I mean, that's a feather in cap for one jake paul i mean for what he's been able to do and accomplish and 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 the eyes and ears and everybody that's been attracted to watching him and paying attention to him win or lose he's brought in significant amount of numbers and massive massive amount of numbers everybody's talking about it everybody's tweeting about it everybody's everybody's and their mother is talking about jake paul and everything that he's been able to do so if we fast forward to this headline that we seen, I seen this earlier this morning, was the the PFL announcement. Uh, was it this morning? No, it was yesterday morning. Yeah, yesterday morning. So yesterday morning, I seen that headline, and I was thinking back to myself. I was like, you know, absolutely. And if the, I was thinking about this earlier in the shower, dude. It's crazy. I was thinking about this in the shower. Like some of the most important stuff is stuff that we've thought about while we're in the shower. But dude, PFL's pay per views can't be good. Bellator's pay per views, respectfully, can't be good. I mean, UFC holds the torch when it comes to combat sports. When it comes to pay per views and anything, man, people subscribe. They stream. They they do whatever they need to do to make sure they watch matches and stuff. They have YouTube. They they stream and all this. I mean, PFL is streamable on ESPN Plus, I believe, and available on ESPN too. So it's not hard to access their PFL stuff. I'm just talking about when it comes to pay per views. People are greedy. People look at the world widely. The UFCs, the UFC absolutely has the best fighters in the fucking world. Meaning, like when it comes to pay per view wise. It's 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 more it's it's more action, more awesome, amazing shit when you buy a pay per view from the UFC, PFL, Bellator pay per view. I've never heard myself say that. It doesn't even sound natural. They provide a some boom in action for what the UFC has done and what they've done since they've been around all these years, all these decades and stuff. What they have been able to do, what they've been able to accomplish, what they've been able to do reach-wise, worldwide, fan-wise. I mean, not just in the United States of America, where they're based, out of Las Vegas. No, they're based, they're everywhere, nationwide, nationwide. So throughout all the states in the United States of America, all the other countries, Ireland, Australia, you name it, United Kingdom. Africa, everywhere, man. What they have been able to do and the reach and the fan base and everything else on the sun is unheard of. Amazing. And going back to what I was saying about the PFL's pay-per-view structure and the way the pay-per-views are, um, you know, PFL is to give 50% of its shares and or 50% of its revenue and everything it gets from those pay-per-views and the events and stuff to the fighters competing on that Superbike card. I don't know if it's for all pay-per-views to all the fighters, but specifically for the super fight division. So that brings me to say, going back to potential opponents for Jake Paul. Now, we could be realistic or we could have some fun for a second. I mean, you got to look at 
the career of Jake Paul, the short career of Jake so far from the boxing world to now the MMA world. 2023, Jake Paul is stepping in an MMA cage. And how good is Jake Paul? We know how good he is in boxing. We know that um, you know, the structure is limited in boxing from what you can do. I know there was that one video of him um, throwing kicks or something in January 2021 or something like that. And, you know, now it's 2023. So, I mean, two years in, training, behind the scenes, could be doing anything else on, under the sun, behind the scenes. But if Jake Paul is truly ready for an MMA debut in 2023, sign me up. I have a deep feeling, a, a great feeling that he's going to call out someone from boxing to come over to MMA. Because we know that he... Um, called out Nate Diaz to fight um, him or Tommy Fury. Anthony Pettis threw his hat in there as well. But you're looking at it like, look, he's literally talking about Nate Diaz, who hasn't signed with the PFL yet, to come fight in the PFL. Talking about Tommy Fury, a boxer who hasn't even fought in a day of MMA in his life. And you're you're sitting here saying that either Tommy Fury or Nate Diaz. I mean, Nate Diaz is a lot more of a... A logical opponent because I feel like uh, obviously he wholeheartedly has had success in MMA. He seems like he would have success in boxing. Did not didn't we did not mention also amongst the people that Jake Paul has beaten, he has beaten Tyron Woodley, a champion, former champion. Um, he has beaten Ben Askren, former champion. Say what you want, champion, former champion in an elite MMA organization, as well as what. Number one at the top of the list, the great Anderson Silva. The top of the list, the greatest of all time, the greatest middleweight of all time, one of the best fighters of all time, you know, in his era. You know, if you really think of the Mount Rushmore of mixed martial arts and combat sports overall, Anderson Silva has got to be amongst your list. So Jake Paul beating Anderson Silva, let alone dropping him and busting him up, regardless of whatever age he's at, is an accomplishment in his own right. So what Jake Paul's doing, um, the super fight division, I mean, regardless of if, if he pulls a boxer out of the boxing world to come into the MMA world, it's it's going to have to be somewhat MMA, right? It's like, who are you more comfortable with? Jake Paul or CM Punk fighting in MMA? Jake Paul or CM Punk? Because 10 times out of 10, personally, I could say, Jake Paul is far more skilled than CM Punk. How about Jake Paul, CM Punk in the PFL cage? <laughs> Do you think that would be fun? No, just kidding. No, I mean, uh, that, that would be insane. But it, it's interesting to know who... Because who, if Tyron Woodley would have fought Jake Paul, mind you, in... An MMA cage to this very day, he would have a bigger chance. Ben Askren would have a bigger chance. It's all about avoiding the knockouts. Because Pop, uh, Tyron Woodley and Ben Askren both have been flatlined by Jake Paul. Nate Robinson, who is that? All these other people that Jake fought against in his career. He he got some knockouts over, but MMA wise, legend wise, career wise, accomplishment wise, Tyron. Ben Askren, Anderson Silva, three of the biggest names that Jake Paul has fought and the win over Tommy Fury in the MMA cage doesn't sound proper, doesn't sound credible, but at the end of the day, you're in the MMA cage and you 
use the art of eight limbs more than just your hands to win against a person. I mean, we don't know how much Tommy would ever have trained MMA. So, I mean, Nate Diaz, we know how legitimate Nate is. So, Nate Diaz versus Jake Paul. It seems like the, one of the biggest fights that you can probably put together when it comes to a Jake Paul and um, Nate Diaz and stuff. So, I mean, logically, I think that that's a great fight. I mean, you don't have to worry about Nate taking you down really too much. I mean, he does have the threat of the submission. So, um, unlike in boxing, you know, you get separated in the clinch and all that. Every time you're clinching. So, when Nate's in there, Nate has some, Nate has great wrestling I mean, he doesn't have great wrestling, but, you know, he has some of those throws and judo throws. So don't underestimate the ground game of Nate Diaz. But I'm saying that him and Jake Paul, that's much more close to fight for me. and feels the most realistic, possibly. And I can sleep better at night knowing that that's the first matchup for Jake rather than an elite, like something elite. There's something going to be fishy about it if Jake Paul, you know, gets... Uh, a highlight real win in MMA that's not a knockout. I mean, I want to see how he performs. I want to see how he does when it comes to stopping a takedown in real time. I mean, we've seen videos of Jake Chain in MMA and they have not been good. I mean, we've seen him on the pads and over the years he's improved substantially. But this sport moves fast. The fighters move fast. And everyone that fights, obviously... You know, we see how this thing is. You know, it's not just a, a sport you can try out and do. I mean, there's legitimate consequences that happen when you enter the sport like that. That's why, on top of this, I give Jake Paul all the props that he gets. And I'm curious to know what happens in the near future for him when it comes to MMA and stuff. I mean, we, now we got a taste of it. Now we got him facing off in the PFL. In the super fight division and 50% of the venue and revenue and all that go to the fighters and stuff. So that's a good sign in its own right. And uh, shout out to Jake Paul for that. Um, very interesting to see what will happen. Here we are, like you said, 46 minutes in. And we would have had probably been about two hours or so in had we had the other parts of the episode so i want a quick little quick little shout out thanks to julie thanks to everyone else uh, all the people that support the show support me deeply and closely and personally you guys are amazing especially you julie i appreciate all you guys um just want to get a quick little um like i said uh shout out to all you guys um be sure to subscribe like I said, to our show, we are available everywhere you get your shows exclusively on Spotify, exclusively on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and all your major podcast providers. Building up the Twitter again for my own account. Um, I want to make sure that all of my accounts have the same phone number because that whole two-authentication thing, two-faced authentication thing is a uh, was one of the craziest things. What was that? Oh shit! Oh, it's like a, a highlight real Venom Page versus who? Who is this guy? Oh, Logan Storley. Oh wow, Logan Storley. This guy is creative. Great wrestling too. Yeah. I mean, he definitely put it in on Michael Page. I mean, he mixed it up very well. 
Great takedowns, great pressure, great scrambling, great wrestling on the ground, great control. I mean, this guy is a little bit of everything. That's a that's a one hell of a guy for um, Logan Storley. That's a name one of you guys you guys should uh sleep on Logan Storley and Bellator. That's a fantastic. Um, but on the other hand, uh, what else we got here on the show before? We get out of here today. I mean, holy shit. It's been almost two hours since we we did one. But um, had a little break in between. Came back. Um, so, Trump has a new truth platform. You guys should know about it. I mean, it's been out for almost over a year. But, yeah, Truth Social. The alternative to Twitter. I mean, for the longest time, Trump was uh, banned off of Twitter. You know, we know how... Uh, corrupt twitter had been in the past and you know with elon um exposing the files and stuff had it you know where twitter was specifically going after specific people and silencing them and making it a thing to actively silence anything that they're saying and stuff so uh so trump uh has the truth platform and let me tell you dude it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty legitimate man i mean i like it I mean, I really like the learning about all the shit. Like, I mean, you know, obviously the things that they don't let us see and stuff and, you know, the corruptions and shit that go on and things that they say about the world and, and the corruption and Democratic Party and all that. Um, all that shit, all the corruption, everything that they silence people for, suspend and stuff. It's, it's interesting. And I like going to the Truth Network. So uh, speaking of Trump... Uh, the January 6th committee and all that and they're trying to uh, they're, they've been having this whole lawsuit since that shit's happened was it 2021? yeah 2021 I believe so we have one more year of Biden after that is it? yeah so we have 2023 yeah this one year I think it's yes yeah, the one year 2023 left of Biden and then we got um the whole new presidential shit and all the people running for um, office and all that. But, um, dude, holy shit. Some craziness. Lots of stuff been happening. Um, 16 followers and 40 following. So, I mean, I don't really go on here like crazy. I just know that's like where, um, that's where we see a lot of what Trump says. So, uh, Um, curious to know because also on top of that if you're keeping up to date with what's going on in the world government wise that the United States government wise I mean um, they still don't have a speaker of the house and stuff so a lot of craziness has been going on in the house of representatives and stuff or the party and stuff and no one's really been fully elected and uh, sworn in and stuff like that so it's been a lot of crazy stuff going on there I mean lots of Everything, man. 2023 has had some crazy, wild, action-packed, violence-enticed beginning. Isn't that shit crazy? Some of the craziest, one of the craziest beginnings of a year that I think I've ever heard of. <laughs> I think as, we, as time goes by, everything just starts getting more extreme. Dudes driving the Teslas off cliffs. 
bosses, main bosses of multi, uh, worldwide leading companies smacking their wives in the face. I mean, let alone what happened at that football game the other day. DeMar, or DeMar was it DeMar? Is it DeMar Moore or DeMar Hill? I don't really follow football like that. You know me, I don't follow football like that. It, DeMar Hamilton, wasn't DeMar Hamilton? Hamlin. Oh, I thought it was Hamilton. Yeah, DeMar Hamill, Hamlin. I mean, suffering a cardiac arrest, 24 years old. One of the most catastrophic events that I think the NFL had had in recent memory, on camera, on screen. The impact that that had. Lots, man. There's a lot. A lot. A lot of stuff going on. I mean, at least news-wise. I mean, in the world, crazy shit happens all the time. I mean, you look at the world. We're, we're going through a war on Ukraine and, and, and all this other crazy shit going on. So, I mean, it's not like we're surprised if shit's happening. Just the fact that it's happening all back to back to back. You know what I mean? It's just some shit that, that happens in the world. And here we are here and alive to talk about it, right? We're not underwater yet, at least in California. So we're here to talk about everything that's going on until, um, obviously, you know, God forbid, a day like that happens. But we won't be able to talk about it because we'll be in it. You know what I mean? But um, other than that, man, what a day. I mean, speaking of that, uh, we got to talk about one more thing before we get out of here. About the Andrew Tate stuff, dude. Oh, my God. You know, controversial social media influencer. Um podcaster and former kickboxer Andrew Tate um, being arrested for alleged rape and uh, trafficking both him and his brother Tristan Tate allegedly run uh, well sex trafficking and stuff and all their cars and stuff have been seized and you know as woke as Andrew is and one of those people that like I said get cancelled and taken off the faces social media because he spreads a lot of truth on stuff and shed light on things that they don't want us all to see and stuff so uh, like i said i'm not condoning sex trafficking and underage women and all that but like i said innocent till proven guilty that's just crazy that you're seeing a lot of those alleged things that happen you know we don't ne truly know the truth about stuff until it actually happened and we have the papers and we have the receipts and all that you know it's just alleged stuff it's stuff that's happening it's stuff that was predicted it was stuff that People forecasted what happened, you know? It's just what do you truly believe and what do you truly see on the internet and what do you truly choose to believe on the internet? You know what I mean? You can see a bunch of stuff on the internet, but it's only a matter of what you believe, what's right, what isn't shadowed, what isn't fabricated. And nowadays, you know, you got to really choose what to say and be careful with the things you say and where you choose <coughs> to say them. You know, because you look at places like Twitter. They, it gets against the guidelines to cross promote from other platforms and stuff. So you try to put your stuff on another platform or promote something from like an Instagram or a Facebook or something like that. Strike, strike, you're probably suspended at the end of the day. So it, it depends on what it is, man. It just depends on um, the way that's working. But I'm wholeheartedly in favor of the way Twitter is being operated now. Still one of the biggest informative apps on the market. 
out there for sure. And it's something I will continue to keep using. I mean, unless I get suspended again or something like that, I'm just going to be like, uh, I'm done. <laughs> I'm completely done. I'm finished. I mean, I did create, mind you, create the new account through another device and stuff. I know I thought it was maybe just the device that I got suspended on was the reason why I couldn't, um, sign into so <clears throat> craziness going on Andrew Tate stuff <coughs> let alone all the rest of the stuff in um, the world that's happened today we talked about it we, we sat here for an hour I could not believe that I did not think I was going to be able to do another one Dude, that first one I felt was absolutely hard hitting absolutely amazing and dude it was one hell of a show originally but we're back, we're here, and we've been here for 57 minutes plus, so it'll be about an hour or so altogether. So, um, other than that, man, it's not just any show, but what a way to start off 2023. What a way to start off the first show of 2023. Shout out to everybody out there that supports me and Julie, my closest, my everything, number one. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for supporting me through the, all these crazy shows. I mean, sorry about the whole angry thing earlier. Oh, man, let's, let me tell you, man, that losing the episode is not fun. I think every single time this has happened, it's been one of the most... It's probably happened about, like, four times or so, I'd say. Four whole times completely. But let me tell you, dude, it sucks when you... Especially when you have a wild-ass, amazing time on a podcast, you know what I mean? These like, some stuff you just can't replace, you know what I mean? So, it makes it a little bit more personal and stuff like that. Um, but, like I said, we have a new Twitter, so GT King Official on Twitter, G the King Official, G the King underscore official, excuse me, on Instagram, KWTK Prod, both on Instagram and Twitter, and like I said, we are available everywhere. You get your shows exclusively on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and all the other major podcast providers, ladies and gentlemen. Um, anything else we got here on the show before we clear out? We cleared and talked about a little bit of everything. Everything that was on our list for sure. Wild ass day, wild ass first episode, wild ass beginning to 2023. We'll be back on a regular schedule next week. We'll be back here on Wednesday next week amongst everything else. But without further ado... We appreciate you for stopping by, for tuning in, for not abandoning us. We're in here. We're a new year. We got a brand new show. We got everything, obviously. And we're excited to be back. Let's take a farewell hit to get us out of here. 30 seconds left here on the show. Shout out to Anchor, the number one podcasting app in the world. If you're looking to start a brand new podcast, a new show, ladies and gentlemen, it's a brand new year, New Year's resolution, you can start a podcast, you can be able to reach out to multiple layers of fans, multiple people, thousands of people, you could publish your content online, your music, your podcast, anything else under the sun. Especially if you got a podcast, man. If you've got talent, if you're able to spread your word, your knowledge, your everything. It's even easier. It's even more fun now because there's millions and millions and millions of them. 
Everyone and their mother has a podcast now, and their wife and their husbands and whatever else they claim to be. Everyone else under the sun has a podcast, so why don't you? It's 2023, guys. We just hop on into the App Store, the Google Play Market, and or the iTunes App Store, and you can download Anchor for free, 100% free, easy to use. The brother, the the sister, the, the son, the daughter of Spotify, amongst everything else. I mean, it is 100% free, easy to use, email, set up an email, you know, obviously you can bring it everywhere you go you can go anywhere you can go to vegas you can go to florida you can go to ohio and you can go to anywhere anywhere you can be in the storm i mean as long as you have a wi-fi or internet connection there's no storm should be able to stop you from doing a show especially let alone doing one on the podcast network unless you have no wi-fi or no connection because if you're lost in the snow you're not going to be able to listen or do anything right I'm just joking. I shouldn't be joking like that, especially with the weather going like that. It's a national weather um, weather storms all over the fucking United States of America. So absolutely crazy. But um, nevertheless, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back on Wednesday. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Julie, I love you. Appreciate you. Um, I appreciate everybody else that tuned in and listens. Obviously, we got to post this everywhere, though. I'm, I'm going to test it. Is it wrong for me to try to test the market and see if Twitter will flag your account for posting on me if i post the link for this show on there is how is that a crime but i feel like i have more people on instagram and facebook than anything and snap let alone that and then obviously the power of the words to people ask about it people will go and listen they'll subscribe you know what i mean so might as well but i'm gonna post this episode this episode will be available everywhere you get your episodes and stuff like that regularly check out our app um my instagram has the link tree link provided i will post the link tree in the description for this show as well so you can click the link tree meaning that you will get access to all of my social media and all of my content in one um we will be back next week ladies and gentlemen this was episode 445 of kicking with the king happy new year's great to be back cheers to more let's take one more hit before we get out of here and we will be on our way and cheers to another year of podcast six plus years it, we started this show back when i was 18 literally now i'm on the verge of being 27 so holy shit how many is seven yeah 18 age 18 to age 27 plus what a fucking crazy ass many years it's been take your shots of tequila smoke your joints have as much fun as you want man this is one of the fastest rising most entertaining informative fun chill podcasts out there on the market ladies and gentlemen be sure to follow me everywhere on all platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Pornhub. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not Pornhub. And all of the podcast providers earlier. We listed earlier and we're available everywhere. You get your shows and more so. All right. Back next week, ladies and gentlemen. Back in your lives on Wednesday. Be sure. Be safe. Avoid the mudslides. Avoid the snow. Be sure to look both ways before you cross the road. <laughs> Make sure you get enough sleep too, ladies and gentlemen. So amongst that, you guys be safe out there. Avoid the storms. Be safe. You know, don't take life for granted. And make sure that 
you hug everybody. You give everybody hugs before you leave and stuff. And you appreciate the ones closest to you. Because tomorrow is not guaranteed, ladies and gentlemen. The one last thing I hated about that we didn't incorporate in this episode that we did in like the first batch of the first episode was the British accent that I spent reading an article earlier about the Tate brothers and stuff. But I was reading it in the accent. That's the funniest part about it. We ended the show talking about the Tesla thing, the, uh, the, the earlier show. And then, dude, the drive, the dude just freaking decided to end it all and drive his Tesla off the cliff with his two kids in there, which is too, which is actually fucking crazy and, and absolutely traumatic. But homeboy just decided to almost end it one day in a white Tesla driving off the coast in California. Crazy shit, right? But anyways, like I said, guys, we'll be back in your lives next week and Wednesday. So try not to miss me too much. We got Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So five days left until we come back, ladies and gentlemen. Back in your lives in five days or less. Gabriel Hernandez out. Where are this bitch? Bye, folks.